Pigweed here. Today we review a cream ale and discuss we work. Hello and welcome to Beer and Conversation with Pigweed and Crow Hill. Good evening, Crow Hill. Good evening, Pigweed. So What's on your mind? Well, I used to be in an, in an office environment, right. your traditional office environment where you'd have an office. Mm -hmm. And I was on this committee to investigate moving. We had to move to a different spot. And in the middle of all this process, the, the company got uh, bought <laughs> by another company. And the, new, the acquiring company said, we're not going to have offices anymore. We're going to have one of the, an open works, workspace. Okay. So you had to have a... a office plan where there were just like tables not even cubicle no no nothing nothing, nothing like even just, hang your wife's picture on no all you, right and well, you would come in every day and you wouldn't even know where you'd sit there would just be like a table where you, you'd bring in a laptop right. and you'd plug in and you'd work at this spot and then you, you, you the idea would be it would be very collaborative everybody yeah. moving around and all that kind of thing and the uh the the studies hmm. on that style mm -hmm. of say that it really doesn't work very well. It was it was a fad for a little while that it was that was the big new way for people to work, but it's it really hasn't panned out as being. The idea was it would increase cooperation, it would increase collaboration. People would be moving around, they'd be talking to people. Ah, but it seems to me that that could also change the world <laughs> it could it could possibly <laughs> if you had the if you had the the right uh israeli uh charismatic leader yeah it really could desk renting desks could change the world like jesus <laughs> oh, very similar <laughs> okay well let, before we get into that let's i think we need to drink a <laughs> drink a beer my friends once again at 1623 okay. brewing had this uh, watermelon cream ale. Uh-huh. Everything but the seeds. Oh, that's a cute little name. Yeah. Here, so uh, what do you think? Get your get your nose in there. and. Uh, I, I, I say I can see that it's got some... When you when you pour it, it's got some fruity color to it. It does. have a slight but, pinkish tinge yeah, uh -huh. to it. Mm-hmm. Oh, my gosh. It is, it, the watermelon really jumps out oh, that's you, no, doesn't it? That's no joke. That's not... That's not... That's know, not subtle watermelon. Sitting in the background somewhere. No, that's watermelon that just comes out and says, hey, I'm here. Yeah. This beer was made for summer picnics, boat rides, sunsets, and whatever vacation experience you can dream up. Light, refreshing, and perfect for all your summer food activities. I'd have to say that's true. Yeah, that's that's tasty. I like it. It is. I don't know. I mean, it's and you even get some. Although it doesn't say refreshing, because usually I think of refreshing as no aftertaste. But this does. This has a lingering. It does uh, a fruity, sweet fruit, kind of fruit, yeah. yeah, clinging. Yeah, very tasty. Yeah, so if you're in or around Eldersburg, drop by 1623. And get a little something try. for your 4th uh, of July celebration. There you go. Yeah, that's All right. I already have been gone. So, we work. We work. What is we work? So, we work is, it's more than just renting desks in an office, or is it? So, this is a concept uh, by what do you got some you got some dates over here uh, yeah so they started Adam Newman and Miguel uh, McKelvey formed Green Desk in 2008 which was their first attempt at this kind of a in 2010 they sold Green Book and they founded WeWork and the idea of WeWork was to get 
entrepreneurs, people who are startups, people yeah. who are trying to do new businesses, to get them all together so that they could this, cooperate, so that they could... Uh, this fun, cooperative, collaborative environment yes. and going... Where they could learn from one another. Now, let's... let's it's, I don't know. I don't know how these guys met each other. So Adam Newman is an Israeli who uh, uh, he graduated college. He had to, you know you have to do four years mandatory service. So yeah. he was did four years in the Navy, then went to New York to study business. Okay, and then I guess that's where he met Mc, Miguel uh, McKelvey, who's actually from Oregon. But the fact that they both grew up on communes yeah. should not be lost in, no. in, in this. So that, he, uh, the kibbutz, that's a big part. That's a big part of what's going on here. Yes. They, they so, that, so, up, so keep that in mind when, as as, as they're imagining this new concept of workspace. Yeah. Think that the, the real understand that they grew up communal living. Yeah. The idea being that. Everybody kind of collectively cooperating and working together and right. using the same kitchen and all that kind of thing. Yeah, yes. So uh, this is not a completely new idea, like, like you said, but they want to reinvent the workspace. So this sort of drab, isolated work environment where you're either in offices or in cubicles. Yeah. Uh, they're like, all right, we are going to... Yes, reinvent the workspace, and you know what? Okay, I'm kind of on board with you so far. Doesn't sound well, sure. Why not? Because you have at the at the time. So this is at the tail end of rideshare, yeah, uh, bicycles, rideshare, uh, you know, Uber, Lyft, mm-hmm. and it's also in this uh, post recession tech environment. Yeah. Startup environment. The startup environment, yeah. and the, and what do they call it? The billion dollar unicorn. Yes. So this is so. If you're wondering how they got so much financing, which we'll, which we'll get to, you have to understand the environment that people. Gosh, the guy, right, right? The guy, the there's the guy who was working in the warehouse who got forty shares of Amazon, you know, in the first year. Uh, is now a millionaire. Yeah. Right. So this buzz is going on like this. Right. This is the kind of if you get in on the right thing on the ground floor, a small investment. Once this thing becomes the next Lyft, Airbnb, Amazon, whatever. Yeah. You don't want to miss out on that billion dollar unicorn. However, Every, unicorns actually are. Not, they're kind of rare. They're kind of <laughs> rare. rare. So it's kind of like the kid in high school whose plan for life is to be a star in the NBA. You know, yeah. it's like, okay, if, if you can do it, but the, the odds of you being a star, I remember hearing about very, very um, well. uh, Tom Petty, just a, uh, unattractive, skinny fella in Florida yeah. said, mom, dad, I'm dropping out of high school to be a rock star. Uh huh. Yeah. Okay. Tom. It, it worked for Tom. <laughs> Tom, do you, right? This is a terrible idea. It is a terrible idea. <laughs> it is a it's totally a ter- terrible idea. It's a terrible idea, idea for 99,999. <laughs> and, and he's a bad inspiration for all you other aspiring <laughs> yes. rock stars. Because yes. most of you are going to fall on your faces. Yes. But yes, you, you Every but, once but in a while, whole, you get this. Unicorn. But they get, you yeah. know, Silicon, so Silicon Valley is, people are, People are barely developing an app before somebody comes along and gives you a million dollars for it, and right. you haven't even you haven't even made one cent yet. Yeah. So this is kind of the environment. Yes. Now, the one criticism of this whole this whole mindset 
is that it really only applies to extroverts. Uh, you, you know, think about the think about the guy who wants to sit in the corner and not be bothered and code, right. or the guy who wants to sit in the corner and not be bothered and write but the thing or is, edit. But or, but it's going to take a group of people to do that, and you do need that guy. Yeah, but he's not going to be the guy who creates the company. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you need, need that guy. You, you need the sales guy. You need the and you need you, the extrovert, and you need the nerd. But you also need the guy who's going to sit quietly in the corner, and that's that's the thing that a lot of these plans like these open office plans and these we work things they miss that you also need the guy who doesn't want to be constantly on who doesn't want to be like constantly stimulated who doesn't want to be talking to everybody at the coffee so uh, we mentioned adam newman and, and miguel McKelvey. yeah uh in the we work documentary that we watched on hulu mm-hmm. there's no miguel Right. Whatsoever. Yeah. So it's all about Adam Newman, who is the charismatic, full-time, all-day, morning-to-night salesman. And not when you say morning-to-night, one of the things that was kind of odd about this is they were pushing this idea of work, 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 work till you drop. They, you know, not they were pushing this thing of like this extreme commitment to your vision, your business, whatever it is, and that would become and your somehow life. Somehow it's supposed... And right, it's, but, but there's going to be these great spiritual resort, yeah. re, uh, uh, Re- uh, rewards yeah. that are rewards as a result. Uh, hold on, but, but, the, but explain the, the, the business plan. He would rent He would rent an entire building. So yeah. just take some unused building, right. the entire thing on a long-term lease, mm-hmm. and then fix it up. They're, they actually were gorgeous. Yeah. These beautiful open floor plans with all of this uh, wood and metal and uh, modern furniture and gl- everything's glass. You know, there's nothing breaking in anything up. And then, but these, so it's the flaw in this with that people point out. You've got this heavy long-term debt lease mm-hmm. and this very short-term return where people are literally renting a desk for $650 a month yeah. and on short-term leases that yes. they could, that any 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 downturn in the economy well they're just they're they're out. So this is sort of the flaw from the beginning but he creates this enthusiastic cult-like atmosphere of how great it is Cult-like is the right word because it it did become very cultish very quickly. It wasn't just a matter of we work. We're at we're at work all the time, and we're meeting with our friends, and we're this is this becomes our life. Yeah. He it not only was that it became we live. Yes. Well, every every Monday, <laughs> so every Monday there comes in everybody, all the new people who are who are moving into the WeWork building, mm-hmm. and there's this rah rah we work. We were we uh, raising consciousness, changing lives. We are going to be part of something big and something beautiful, and people cheering it. Uh, get in there, and they've got cappuccino machines and free snacks and even beer. Right, right. And you're going to be part of this collaborative effort, and and everybody's, you know, enthusiastically on board. How long can you maintain that level? Uh, from the very beginning, I'm going. Well, I see the rah-rah enthusiasm part. How sustainable is this? Really? Yeah, I don't know, but it reminds me of what cults do. You know, like the Moonies, supposedly, when they try to get somebody on board, they kind of love bomb them. You know, all uh-huh. these people surround them yes. and tell them how great they are, and they love them, and, blah, and, and you get people all excited and, and involved in this thing. Right. And yeah. how do you how do you sustain it? I, I don't know. It has, well, it's. It, they, I think it maybe it can only be sustained through growth. Like the only way to sustain it is as long as it's still exciting and growing. 
and growing like crazy. What 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 was it? Four hundred cities in twenty nine countries, and yeah, uh, the, the growth was amazing. But but hold on, but back to the love bombing, the mandatory party camp, yeah, summer camp. So right. they would rent out entire camp, and it would, but it would, but the first half of the day was just sitting through Tony Robbins est type motivational speaking stuff. Hand holding meditation, and you had to step. like wear a bracelet so they could track they where you were. Fully track to make, make sure, sure that, that you were that first you were attending. Right, yeah. first every it was mandatory to, to even go. Then they were che- checking to make sure that you weren't off sleeping in your tent, sleeping off the parting from the night before. Yeah, because parting was a big part of it, which you know, and this sort of uh, you know, all geared towards culture. young, young extrovert, excited millennial people, uh, yeah. people, and selling this. Uh, your 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 work is meaningful, and your your self worth is wrapped up in this. So Mrs. Groho <laughs> and I watched this thing. Yeah. We watched the the Has documentary, react. and her reaction was, "How do you have a baby in this environment?" <laughs> right? right, right. I thought that was a very interesting because you see all these people living in living in these cooperative places. All right, hold on, wait. Oh, so uh, go move, move. Let's. First off, get on to We Live after. So yeah. this is we, we work is just renting, we work is just, it's renting just office, office space. space. Yeah. And it's really and you don't even get an office yeah. because that's the idea. You're just getting you're just a at a spot desk. To, <laughs> a spot to have your laptop. That's right. And it grew like crazy. It went from like in one year, it went from almost nothing to a forty seven billion dollar valuation. It's just like incredible growth. And it became not just we work, but we live. And there was, they would take a building yeah. and there would be, um, there would be the, the work part, but there would also be apartments. So and it's, it's very... dorms for grownups. It's, yes. it's like 200 square feet of fully furnished. So you know what? We want you to come in with a duffel bag of clothes and that's it. Yeah. Just show up with your laptop and some clothes and that's it. Everything else has been provided. And basically you never leave the building. Yes, Everything the one guy was like, you, you know, he says it got to the point where it was weird if you left the building. Yeah, and pe- he said, he said, and then if friends of mine that came from outside the building, mm-hmm. they only came there once because mm-hmm. they probably walked away going, "This is weird." Yeah, but people, but inside in the cultish in the way where the cults operate, yeah, you're thinking that's fantastic, right? Everybody on the inside is like loving it, and this is great, and all my friends are here, and we're we're constantly doing all this cool stuff, but. How, how do you have a family? How do you have a baby in an environment like that? Yeah. It's, it's so artificial. The whole it, thing is. It, it is. And then there's just all of the, the, uh, new agey consciousness raising Deepak Chopra yeah. talk about, you did you see what, so they're at the, they're at the summer camp and he's like, we are changing the way work is. We are building a community. And from here, we can solve ch- child hunger, <laughs> and then we change the world. Yeah, it's like what, what? we're the people we've been waiting for. Yeah, <laughs> uh, the world has shifted. It used to be an I world, right? iPhone, iMac, all about me, me, me. If you take the me and you flip it, you get the we. You understand that we're about to change the way people work. Okay, the way people live. Hmm? But more importantly. Change the world. Well, that's, and the that's guy and, 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 and the, the, the journalist was like, uh, you know, 
Really? Because you just rent effing desks. But that's if you want to have a but attached into thing. there's a I think there was a certain millennial yeah. search for meaning kind of a thing going on that he tapped into. Exactly. If if you want to have a cult like group. You have to provide meaning. You have yeah. to tell people yeah. that your life is meaningful. You're contributing to something meaningful. You're changing the world. You're making the world a better place. Everything that you're doing is is part of this big plan. Right. That's that's like cult 101. And he was very uh, impressive uh, in terms of selling this idea to investors who were afraid of missing out on the unicorn and are just pumping money in this thing thing this thing never makes any profit uh but money keeps coming in and people are afraid to not what do they call that uh fogo fear of getting left out foglo or something like fear that. of missing out fomo. No, fomo that's what it is fear of missing out fear yes. of missing, right so uh and he you know he has a very persuasive personality and but you know he starts to I see, I see it a little bit, and then he drifts off into such new agey cosmic consciousness talk. I'm like, I thought we were just the idea of having of reinventing the workspace so that we're all not in tiny cubicles, never seeing each other. Okay, you know what I mean? Maybe you're onto something here, yeah, bro. Maybe, right? That's kind of good. Then it just started to go. Then then he gets his weird, uh, creepy horse face wife. Oh, involved. His, his wife is so bizarre. She, yeah, she seems to be the. Kind of the intellectual force behind a lot of this stuff. She's kind of egging them on. It yes, seems like, but she, uh, but uh, or ideological, not yes, yeah. Uh, yeah, ideological. She's trying, and she's trying to infuse this what should be a business effort with all of these spiritual aspects. Which you know what, <laughs> profit. There are many ways to see profit. Not really. Mm-hmm. Not you want investors. It's it's called bringing in more money than you put out. Oh well. Thanks for joining us for Beer and Conversation with Pigweed and Crow Hill, where you'll find lighthearted chats and deep dives. We hope you enjoy our beer reviews and banter. After which we cover everything from Tolstoy to Thomas Sowell. From God to the Green New Deal. From UFOs to UBI. From Ted Cruz to time travel. From home brewing to homeschooling. From transcendentalism to trans madness. You can reach us with your question or comment at pigweedshow at gmail.com. Well, that what was a big work, part right? of the so problem. All... Is this place wasn't wasn't run by adults, and yeah. you had you had this ex- extreme um, so high th- on enthusiasm. <laughs> yes, enthusiasm, lots of enthusiasm, but not a lot of practical stuff. So they they spent money like crazy. They it really wasn't done in a in a fiscally responsible way. And when when they they but, but, grow but like a, crazy, but the money, but the money's coming in so fast and heavy that obviously it doesn't seem like they're buying everything. He's got about a sixty million dollar private jet. Yeah. Well, they had it must some investors. Seem profit. They had profit. some investors early on, and they they came up with this forty seven billion dollar valuation, and then they decided we're gonna we're gonna go public. We're gonna hold on, have, hold on, hold on. I, I want to get oh, build up to that. Because, okay. Uh, just to talk about the, the the ethic of what's going on here. So we were talking about the young you know the young people that that one assistant. Gal, yeah, who said who thought I will work here for the rest of my life, yeah, and and this whole idea that 
which that he fostered was that your identity and your self-worth should be connected to this which is which is just nothing more than a job yeah. but of course these millennials are thinking i don't want a job i want, I want a, a purpose, meaningful right, yeah. right well if you're looking for it in your job yeah you're wrong then so that's that's, a, that's the I, you know what i would love to have a job that's more fulfilling and and more meaningful but it will never be i hope it, uh, what's what's it's like you're 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 a shock trauma surgeon saving yeah. lives every day. Like like what is your contribution to the world? Well, I basically save lives every day. That's still not you, right? That is still at some level your job, right? And you yeah. you still have a life that's outside of that. And the vast majority of people are doing other things. You know, you should <laughs> yeah. get get your sense of meaning yes. from your from your values, yep. from your family, from your friends, from your community. Yep. Don't try don't try to think that everybody in the world has to have some meaningful job. It's just not true. Most people are doing things like installing water meters in yeah. houses. Or, this, this, uh, what was uh, dirty, dirty jobs guy he, at his, uh, he did a commencement speech. He's like, uh, the, the idea of follow your dreams is the worst advice anybody's ever yes. given you. It's, it's total <laughs> crap. It's nonsense. Like, it, it, now the coffee mugs that everybody's drinking out of do what you love. That's great. But even if I was, Given a uh, brewery by my un rich uncle that I didn't know about, mm -hmm. I would be working every day doing something I love. It still wouldn't be the would give me my self worth. It right. still wouldn't, you know what I mean? Yeah. It wouldn't, wouldn't wouldn't be my identity. Like, and I think of when people talk, like it, the, listen to the difference between um, I am an engineer and. I work in the engineering field. Mm -hmm. Now, the guy who says I am an engineer, he doesn't mean that. He, that, that is what he means. He, he doesn't mean that my, I, my, who I am as a person is identified by me being an engineer. You know, you know what I'm saying? Hmm. It's like at, at, at any point, your job. Let's just say you're you're you. You know, you want to save the the birds, and you work for the Audubon Society, and that it gives your life meaning and purpose. It it still doesn't entirely define who you are. You, yeah. That's you know what I'm well, saying. It, it is it is good for people to have a sense yes. of, of would, value I, I would, in their work. Like for example, I would love to have a job that I love more than the one I have. Mostly, yeah. my job pays the bills. So you have two two bricklayers, and. You, one bricklayer, you go up to him and say, what are you doing? Well, I'm laying this row of bricks. And you go to the next guy and you say, what are you doing? I'm building a cathedral. Yeah. Right? So, so the guy who has a vision for how his work contributes to society yeah. in a meaningful way obviously has a better self-worth and better investment in his job. That's all good. I yes, like that. I pro the, that. Yeah. The idea and of... I think, I think I, I, some, I'll think i drive past the Camden Yard Stadium and I think about that guy. Yeah. I'm going, you know what? That guy is able to drive by that and say, grandson... That's I, what I did. I laid some of those bricks and that's got to be a very fulfilling feeling and good yes. for you. Yes, it is good for you. However, th that does not mean... That your that your your work is taking on some religious significance, yes. where you're like changing cosmic reality, and that's that's where it gets to be a little new agey and goofy. Is yes, you should have a sense of 
I'm doing something valuable that's contributing to society, making the world a better place. That's nice. Right. You should have that attitude. Mm-hmm. But don't think that you're like solving world hunger or something. I mean, yeah. unless you are solving world hunger. But, <laughs> you know, yeah. like, most people are not doing that kind of thing. Which is why this, I just saw this, I, I saw the... Uh, uh, Everybody having a good time, this fun work environment, the summer camp party, all of that looks very fun. But as I'm watching, I'm going, this is totally unsustainable. Yeah. Where, 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 where is this going? Yeah. It, it went where, where, where you, you thought it would go. Where it came from, the reason it was going like mad is because everybody was looking for this unicorn. Mm-hmm. And investors would come in and say, hey, let's throw a bunch of money into this. And there was this particular investor, Mayashiyoshi son of SoftBank. Who came in and poured so money into he, this. So he has $100 billion yeah, at his disposal. He's got it somehow invested. To, to, <laughs> right. I, I just kind of, you know, what was it, like bigger than the GDP of most countries? Yeah. I mean, so, it's, so, it's, yeah. It's if you got insane. that much money, you got to throw So somehow somewhere. in a 12-minute car ride, yeah. this convincing young Adam Newman convinces yeah. him to say, you know what? I'm in. Now, so there's a competitor, I forget, the IMF or something like that, that does the, the, the British company. Right. That essentially does the same thing. Yes. And the, and you stack their numbers up to each other. You remember that, like the, yeah. those, the, those bar yeah, yeah, yeah. graphs? Mm-hmm. And they're, you know, they're... they're IWG. Uh, okay, yes. Yeah. They have, so say so they have equal numbers here and equal numbers there, and then you get to the... The valuation. Get, no, yeah. no, no, first you get to the profit. Mm-hmm. They're actually making a profit. Yeah. Everything is going above the bar graph until you get to uh, a profit, and WeWork is we work zero is profit, losing, losing but money. valuation yeah. is like 10 times. It's right. like worth $4 billion. Which, which basically what, what it's saying is <laughs> that valuation, up, up to this point, yeah. valuation had everything to do with hype and... Uh, uh, wishful thinking. <laughs> charisma. It had nothing to do with numbers. Right. And once the, and the numbers rest, and they came talk, out... The, the, the guy, the... The well, IWF is that what he was? Yeah. The uh, IWG. That, IWG. They're like, what are we doing wrong? What are we doing wrong? Yeah. He's look. They're looking at all the numbers. and go, are, are we missing something? And they yeah. kept digging. And instead of doing something weird and to try to catch up, they just went, I don't know. We haven't, <laughs> we haven't figured it out. Whatever it is, we're doing something wrong. But they what they had wrong? a they had a stable, mm, yep. reasonable company that was doing something right. Uh, WeWork was all hype. And once they decided to come out with an IPO, seven billion, billion, they're going to have an IPO where they're inviting the public to invest. And in order to do that, you have to put out statements. You have to put out, you know, no, but the, what your finances I, but, but, but the, I mean, the, but the idea is that's that's to bring in revenue. Yeah, yeah. Right? Well, to bring in more investors, right? To bring in more money, right? Yeah. Right. So you're not just you're inviting people to buy pieces of your company yeah. rather than just asking people to invest. So it's I don't know. Is it is it a move that says I don't know when when do you, when do you do the IPO? Is it because you need more money, or I mean, because, I, I guess it is. Now in this case, would it be because not because they were hemorrhaging money and they needed it to come in? Well, I don't know exactly when you make why or when you yeah, make the, well, why when, when you make the transition yeah. from private investors to public investors. Yeah, I'm not that's sure what you're doing. What the, up until this point, they had all private investors, and then. They're, in going public, they're saying we're inviting we're inviting other people to buy stock and you know put money into the company. And I don't 
I don't know exactly what goes when. into making yeah, that I'm decision. Not sure, I'm not sure exactly when you do that, but, but you have but to you do have what? To, you have to dis- you have to disclose your finances. You have to disclose your revenue. You have to disclose your costs and all that kind of stuff. And, and you, once people saw the numbers, they said, "This is a pile on, of but, nonsense." But, 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 but before they got to the numbers, like the first paragraph was all this wishy-washy, how we're going to change the world mm. talk. And people are already like, uh, that's not what this thing, what this thing is for. Mm-hmm. We, we want to, we, we want, we to want see you the, to sell office space, right? We want to see the numbers. Yeah. We don't want to tell you how you were. So they, they, they asked, they said, well, when are you going to, um, do the, you know, you're, you're considering the, the IPO. He goes, well, uh, well, what goes into that? Well, when, when I see that the world consciousness has been raised, or so, you know what I mean? Something just right. so new age wishy. This is what you're basing this on. And so people started to get a little nervous. Then they see the numbers in there, which include things like him trademarking the word we. Yeah. And then leasing it back to the company for $6 million. Yeah. For buying buildings and leasing them. This is, b- Money that's not his. This is money from investors. This is money f- made from the profit of the company that you're now. His investing in completely unrelated businesses. Like any other cult leader, he's trying to promote himself first. Yeah. He, the, 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 the business, the enterprise, the vision, all that kind of stuff. Yeah, sure, he's all for that. But what he's really after is in enriching himself and making himself. So the board guy. of directors says, all right, Adam, you have become, you, you know, your personality, your hustle has made this company, but now but you're now a, it's a liability. You're, you're a liability. Yeah. And so uh, he was willing to walk away with it, give up his voting rights for $1.7 billion <laughs> in stock, cash and credit. And then in February of 2021, another $50 million settle- settlement from WeWork investor SoftBank. He also, according to the Wall Street Journal, still owns $2 billion worth of WeWork stock. Yeah. So all so all of this sacrifice for something greater than you motivational talk, yeah. was it a scam, a, a delusion? Was it narcissism to the point where you're believing your own bullshit? Or was it a scam all along? And or just a little bit of everything. Yeah, I'm, it's hard to say because it's always hard in these these situations. I read this article about this. Go, why does this keep happening? Yeah, like when you see it. <laughs> well, <laughs> because there there are people there are people who have visions. Yeah, and there are people who are very persuasive, and there there are people who are really good at sales. Yeah, and when those th- those things come together, you have somebody who's got a vision. You've got somebody who's really persuasive and charismatic, and they're a good salesman and are able to. Then, I mean, is they, he? But is he? That is just he, takes off. Is he a guy who uh, uh, a thousand years ago would have been a prophet? I mean, would have had. Uh, I mean, is it that kind of a personality? Where well, the prophets had all different kinds of. Well, no, I'm not, not necessarily Christian. Christian, but but I mean, like a religious. Maybe a religious yeah. leader of, of whatever sort, right? Yeah. Whatever. So I mean, you, like, yeah. You have somebody. Wise. You have somebody who can draw followers, who can make people. 
they're very charismatic. People are drawn to them. They want to follow them. They want to latch on to them. Yeah. They want. They, is that, They've got some. They, kind of, they have something. He's going. seeing something. He's seeing and something. I he's want going, in on that. He's going somewhere. And if His I have to give up meaning, this right. and that out of my life to be part of that, right? I'm uh, I'm willing to do it exactly man. because that guy's going somewhere. I'm just sitting here doing nothing. I want to I want to go somewhere like that guy's going somewhere. Yes. So that's that's what happens. And and, this, this, and, and what, it, like like I said like I said you you would think that you've seen this story enough, but the story is as old as human beings. Mm-hmm. So it's not it's not like we're just going to go. Oh, I've already seen that story before. Well, doesn't matter. There's another one right around the corner. And the reason there's another one right around the corner is because every once in a while, these things do take off. It's kind of like, it's like buying a lottery ticket. You know, somebody wins, <laughs> right? <laughs> I mean, your chances of winning are, are vanishingly small. Right. But, but somebody... so, was the, so was the guy who bought... That's, that's the thing about buying a lottery ticket. Like, there's a 300 million to one chance for me to win. Yeah. So was the guy who bought one. <laughs> the guy who won exactly. also had, the had that chance. Right. So it's the same kind of thing. It's like, it's like, yes, it's a moonshot, but you know, okay, sometimes that works, and and you want to get on board. And but if you but, believe but in imagine it, and, if he if if he had just recognized that I'm onto something with this creating a new office space. Yeah. Why did it have to turn? What if there in? had been some adults, some accountants, and some lawyers, and some sensible people in the room saying? Look, you can't buy that plane, and you can't buy that other stupid he, company. He, yeah, he, what did he buy? He bought a uh, indoor wave comp- making company. Right. I mean, things like wait, why don't you, how about how about a furniture making company? Yeah. Right. The, yeah. To and how about uh, you, you interior design company? You know, I mean, stuff that applies to the building that the work the work that you're doing. Uh, Forget the we live. Oh, the we grow. Wouldn't that be so? We grow was then there. there a school, right? A school. Yeah. You know, like thirty five thousand dollars a year for kindergarten. We work. We live. We grow. And yeah. and, right. And she's like, I I can imagine when you live in the we live and you work in the we work and you raise your children in the we grow and then there's this other like continuing adult education thing. What crazy horse face lady? Well, but but it's but it's all part of this commune lifestyle it's all part of we do everything collectively and everything about your life is ordered and And, structured around this vision it uh relates to the fundamental human desire for 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 meaning that that religion has provided yeah and without religion yeah, it gets fulfilled with things like because that that hole gets filled with things like this. There's this old saying: when when men cease to believe in God, they don't believe in nothing; they believe in anything. Or, right, and, and that's right. kind of they what you right, say. Right. They don't, right, they don't believe in you know. They, sorry, Sam Harris, it's not going to be replaced by reason. No, it's going to be replaced by this kind of bullshit. Yeah, yeah. where people are believing some crazy guy who says we're going to change the way the world works by all living in this place and having our laptops. Well, yes. Well, we're, yes. We're going to live in a college dorms until what? Till you're 80? I yeah. Mean, yeah. I mean, that, and that's, and that, that was, that was, was for her reaction was like, yeah, this is okay when you're, when 24. you're 24. <laughs> exactly. But once you start to this have This is kids, really a lifestyle? Yeah. No, it doesn't make that much sense. 
All right, so it's fascinating. It, it, you you it guys should watch the WeWork documentary. It's yeah. very interesting. And, 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 and only after watching it and decided to do this show did I realize there's already out a, an Apple uh, Apple TV, what do they call it, uh, show, you know, uh-huh. uh, miniseries. Oh, yeah. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. That uh, that's about them. I don't know. So, what about a lesson? What's 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 the lesson? <laughs> no. I mean, one lesson is uh, when something sounds too good to be true, it probably is. Yeah. yeah. Another lesson is distrust the charismatic leader. Right. right. You know. Another lesson is there's don't, a reason uh, for accountants. A reason for accountants, and don't expect to uh, find your self worth in your job. Yeah. Exactly. Find it outside of work. Yeah. All right. So All uh, right. We're, I think I think you know there's we work, there's we live, there's we whatever. Uh, how about we drink? <laughs> we drink. I'll drink to that. All right. There we go. Cheers. If you like beer and conversation with Pigweed and Crow Hill, please like it, share it, give us a good review, post it to Facebook, all that good stuff. Thank you so much.